Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 113 of In the Middle of It. The podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so excited to welcome you to today's episode. Now, if you've been with me for a while, then you may know that um, I was diagnosed with COVID right before Christmas, which has been almost a month ago now, which is crazy to think about. But anyway, it's just taken a while to get back my normal energy and strength level. But I do have to say that what we're talking about today is super exciting to me because I'm very much a big picture girl. And that is literally what we're talking about today. That's kind of the key word for today is big picture. So if you listened to the previous episode, then you know that what we were talking about was the overwhelm and paralysis that often accompanies teaching. And what we really focused and honed in on was choosing a North Star, which is really a guiding value that helps us choose our priorities and create boundaries within our classrooms and um, and really helps us with organizing our time. But here's the thing, even once you've established student learning as your North Star, which is what we landed on in that last episode. So just taking that, whether it's student learning as your North Star, if you chose something else, it's still easy to fall into overwhelm and paralysis because devoting the necessary time to whatever your North Star is, and for today, we're gonna talk about our North Star in terms of it being student learning and making sure your kids know what they need to know by the end of the school year. So no matter what your North Star is, devoting the time necessary to mastering that North Star really means you have to filter out all the noise around you. And that can feel like a constant battle because there are things that are competing and arguing for your attention all the time. Now, Maybe this is surprising to some of you. I almost said surprisingly, but I, I'm, I'm not going to because I think you probably know by now it's January. If you're a new teacher or maybe even you've been teaching for two years, three years, four years, you know that one of the sources of that noise that you have to filter out can even be your administration. I almost want to whisper that because, you know, that can almost be sacrilege to say, but here's the thing. As leaders, your administration is encouraged a lot of times to stay on the cutting edge of education. And what that means a lot of times is adopting new methods of instruction, okay? So they are getting pressure from their bosses and their administrators to make sure they're staying current and on the cutting edge of education, which is great. Like that is a great goal to have. But the thing is, is that teachers are on the ground with those initiatives and that's the place where the rubber meets the road. And I will also, and I'm gonna say this kind of quietly to you, I think a lot of times some of those initiatives are created by people who are maybe not in the classroom anymore. And so it can be really difficult to take the the things and the ideas that they have and translate them into the classroom. Okay, so just to make sure we're on the same page and you understand what I'm talking about here, what I'm trying to communicate is that as beginning teachers, it can be exhausting and overwhelming 
every time your school district or your campus adopts some kind of new method. Because rather than perfecting your craft and keeping your North Star, your main thing, then you have to learn whatever this method is or whatever this new way of doing things is. Here's another way to think about it. So if you picture your content as a package, then your job is to get that package to your students in a way that they can open it up and use it. So there are a million different ways to deliver that package, but there are some that are more efficient and effective than others. Some are easier for you because of your personality and gifts. Others are more effective for the students. So a big part as a beginning teacher, a big part of the learning curve is understanding exactly what is in the package, the big picture, your content, what that is. And it's also your job as a beginning teacher to make sure you're studying and discovering the best ways to deliver that package to your students, whether it is going back to whatever you've learned at university or talking with your colleagues or looking at stuff online and, and finding research, whatever it is, your job is to, to know what's in the package and know the best ways to deliver it, okay? So how you deliver the package is your method. You can drive it in a truck, or on a motorcycle, you can send it by airplane, and you also give your students tools to open up the package. Things like scissors to open the box, language for how to read and follow the instructions in the box, and maybe a screwdriver to use for putting together what's inside. Now, as a newer teacher, you wanna keep all of this as simple as possible. As you gain more and more experience, you're gonna be able to get a feel for what works and what doesn't, and you're gonna gain a comfort level with trying new things and making adjustments. Because as an educator, what you're gonna find, if you haven't already, is that there are different um, energies in different classrooms depending on the group of kids. So um, there is a definite classroom personality that is made up of the synergy of all of the students who are in that classroom. So that's gonna be different for every class period that you have, for every group that you have. And so depending on what that looks like, you may have to adjust or tweak your method and your delivery, right? Okay, the struggle point comes when your administration adopts a new method. So keeping our example going, what this looks like is your administration is telling you that you need to use this new Tesla that's a stick shift to deliver your package. And you have to use a particular highway to get it there. And here are the tools they want you to give your students to open the box, a hammer, a straw, a stick of gum. Okay, that's a little snarky, but you know what I mean, all right? Sometimes it feels mystifying to figure out exactly what they mean with, with the new methods that they maybe have, okay? And that can be super frustrating because when you're learning the package, that big picture stage, figuring out a new delivery system can distract you at the least or push you over the edge at the worst. And this is where it can get murky and become hard for teachers to know exactly what to focus on first. It's one of those places where you might hit that overwhelm and find yourself paralyzed 
even though you know that you have so much to do. So what we're talking about today is how to stay on track and keep moving forward by keeping your main thing in mind. Now, again, this is where the North Star that we've chosen comes into play. And as we talked about in episode 112, with this guiding our big picture, this North Star guiding our big picture, we know what our priorities are. And again, for the purposes of the podcast, our priority is to move our students forward in their learning in that area that we teach so that they know what they need to know by the end of the year. So where do you even start with that? So the first question to ask yourself is, what do I need to teach? Now the answer for most would be objectives. And these are gonna be your standards and your benchmarks or your essential elements or whatever it is your district or states call the curriculum for the class that you are, are teaching or the subject that you're teaching. So my question is, are you clear on your objectives for your students? Have you been able to take out that document or that notebook or, or open that file on your computer and go through line by line to see what it is your students are expected to know by the end of the year? Because that is truly your main thing. Your objectives are truly the main thing. And again, I ask, how can you keep that? How can you keep the main thing your main thing? So one of the best ways to tackle the feeling of overwhelm that might come as you are looking at all of the things your kids need to learn by the end of the year is to really start with your, that end of the year in mind. What are your end goals? Remember, your end goal is that your students know what they need to know by the end of the year. That's our North Star. So ask yourself, where do they need to be at the end of this year? And then work it backwards and ask yourself, what do they need to know at the end of each semester? What do they need to know by the end of each quarter? What do they need to know by the end of the month or the week or the day? And that is called backward design. Now, if you're a Stephen Covey fan, this is the educational version of begin with the end in mind. And here's a proper definition of backward design from an article that I'm including in the show notes. And if you want to go check that out and learn a little bit more about this, you can find that at theishgirl.com forward slash EP113. So backward design is a process that educators use to design learning experiences and instructional techniques to achieve specific learning goals. Backward design begins with the objective of a unit or course what students are expected to learn and be able to do, and then proceeds backward to create lessons that achieve those desired goals. In most public schools, the educational goals of a course or unit will be given in the state's learning standards. Okay, that, my friends, is a great big job for someone at the beginning of their teaching journey. Okay, and please hear me say this, that is okay. It is okay that that's a big job. It is okay to keep things as simple as possible as you learn the ropes. And it is okay to really hold on to the fact that time is something that is precious, that you don't have a whole lot of as a teacher, and you need to use it wisely. And that means that letting yourself get distracted by anything, new methods included, can seriously cut into your instructional planning and practice and result in not only overwhelm, but frustration. So 
what's the answer? So in the same way that you chose a big picture value to guide your decision-making, again, we talked about that in episode 112, you need to learn to develop a big picture approach to your planning. And that way, when things are thrown at you, you know where to tuck them into your overall goals for your students. So using that backwards design to give yourself the space to learn what you need to know as a beginning teacher and to master that first North Star that you have of making sure your students know what they need to know by the end of the year. It is so easy to get overwhelmed, even paralyzed, or even frustrated by the process of instructional planning. So if you can begin by taking a small step in the process and start thinking and planning with your end in mind and map out where you want your students to be by the end of the year and work backward toward achieving your goal, that is going to give you some peace and also some confidence because you know where you're going. So you may not necessarily know how you're going to get there yet, or you're not going to be an expert driver or deliverer, going back to our um, analogy, but it's going to give you the confidence of knowing what your destination is. So it doesn't matter where you are in the school year. So don't listen to this and think, oh man, but it's January. How do I do this? You can start this at any point during the year. That's the beauty of it. You can use this process as a self-assessment in your instructional practices. So I would say as soon as you get done listening to this or whenever you can sit down quietly for a few moments to, to jot down some notes, just reflect on where you and your students are and think about what you might need to cover for the rest of the year. This big picture approach is going to help you put boundaries around your time because you're going to know what your priorities are. Not only that, but also having a big picture perspective will improve your practice and reduce that overwhelm and really make you more connected to the needs of your students. So that is why you need that big picture view, not only of what your North Star is, your value for your classroom, but also in looking at what to focus on, on in that long-term goal within your North Star. So you have your North Star and then you take that North Star and you look at the end of what that's going to look like. How do you, how do you reach that North Star? How, how do you get to that destination? All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. Again, it is such a privilege to talk about the things that will help you move towards a better connection with your teens. And if this has been helpful in any way at all, I would love for you to leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. Now, this is not because I need the personal accolades, although I will say it does give me butterflies in my tummy and um, inspires happy dancing when I do get a fun review on iTunes. But truly, the best way for other people to find the podcast, and this is why I would love for you to leave that rating and review, is because that bring it brings that podcast information to a lot more people. So the more ratings and reviews that I have, the more people I can reach, the more people I can help, which is super important to me. And so I hope you will take the time to do that. Okay, also speaking of helping, if you are interested in finding out more ways to create great boundaries, um, as a teacher in your classroom or just as a human in general, I would love for you to join my next boundaries workshop. You can get all the details about that in this episode's show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP 
1113. Thank you again. And from an ish girl who can't believe we're already almost through the first month of 2021, I'm so grateful to be in the middle of it together.